This is AM Reviews. I'm Adrian. I'm Muhammad. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and all things superheroes. And whatever else interests us. Be sure to like AM Reviews on Facebook and check out our YouTube channel at AM Reviews. And follow us on Instagram at Moe's underscore TV16. And at just underscore Adrian underscore underscore. Which will be linked in our podcast. Thanks for listening. So, what's up, guys? Uh, we got another movie for you. Um, pretty popular one on Netflix, but then you think, how popular are movies on Netflix? I don't really know. Uh, well, this one is getting pretty popular. This was getting pretty popular, I guess, because of um, who is the creator. So, this is Tyler Perry's first straight to Netflix film, isn't it? Yeah, straight to Netflix, and I think first one from his new studio. Right, so A Fall from Grace um, is the title of this movie. Uh, I think it just came out this week or shortly before. Um, essentially, like the plot line um, is a middle-aged woman meets a younger man. They fall madly in love, get married, and you bad know, things happen. <laughs> a bad things happen for Grace. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, basically, she gets indicted for murder. Well, murdering her new husband. Right, right. That's the big story, the big storyline. Um, it's a hard switch all of a sudden. I guess you expected it. I mean, there's this younger guy who is, I guess he's a gallery owner or he does art. Yeah, he does art and he's a photographer. Um, right. But before we go and spoil all of this movie, True. what did you actually think of the movie? What did I think of the movie? Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. Um, whether it meant to be or not, it was pretty funny. You know, this was real background noise for me because I was not really paying attention to all the stuff. I thought it was okay. I, I didn't think it was too bad. But just going back and looking at it, you know, if you it's look at it, to not be as critical, good as I might have thought. Exactly. And a lot of people are actually looking at this to be critical, which is kind of surprising. I'm not sure if it's because it's Tyler Perry. Or because some of the stuff is just so hilarious, um, and it's not the plot is. I think the plot's pretty good. I it's mean, fine. It's a, it's a decent movie. It's it's something you know we'll get into our rating system, but it's a decent movie to watch. Um, the plot makes sense. It's it's classic Tyler Perry in some ways. Um, no Medea, of course, she's retired. Thank goodness. Um, Hooray! <laughs> you weren't missing in the middle of this. Um, how y'all doing? You weren't. No, you weren't no, missing any of that. Hello, this you don't I, think Grace should have been Medea's second cousin on her mom's side from Atlanta? Erase that from uh, existence. <laughs> well, Tyler Perry himself. Never want to hear it again. Oh yeah, he he was in this one as a as a supervisor or right. He was kind of, of an, an antagonist. So in the and we kind of miss well, some of this, but um, the plot is is really told the the stories of a public defender. Um, who ends up defending Grace um, and Tyler Perry is public defender's boss. Yes. We're following her throughout the whole story. She has a husband who's a police officer. Terrible. And right at the beginning of... <laughs> you said terrible. We'll get into that. Well, but... Okay, well, right at the beginning of the movie, we see this woman, she's about to jump off the top of a house and Brisha Webb's husband, who is the cop, he's trying to talk her down off the ledge, but then she ends up jumping off. 
Right. Where, where do you want to go from here? Well, I, so, I know you want to start spoiling some more stuff. Well, yeah, I'm going to go into this. I mean, if y'all don't want spoilers, don't listen to this. But um, so that happens. We get to that law office. Tyler Perry, first off, has probably the best wig in the movie, and that's unfortunate. Um, it's <laughs> he he is a um, you know he's you know, worn out by the system, right? He's like public defender, you know, just do the case. Um, she gets assigned grace. He's like, she's already going to con- confess to this murder. Just let it go. But, and she starts to, but her friends convince her to be the public defender she wanted to be in law school and really go after this. So she does. And she meets Grace, whose wig has had it um, in jail. And she meets Grace and Grace doesn't want to say anything, doesn't want to talk, um, but eventually she gets Grace to tell her story of how she ended up in jail. And that's, she narrates the rest of the movie from there. Grace has a best friend who's uh, who's played by Felicia Rashad in this. Um, later on, it's found that she's one of the antagonists, which I thought was pretty fun to see Felicia Rashad in this um, kind of sinister role um, after seeming so innocent. Oh, but but that's, it's not her first time, though. It's not if her first If you go back time. and look at Empire... That's, it, <laughs> that's probably the most recent. And she was definitely better in that. Oh, in, better in Empire? Yeah, she was much more of a conniving, like, bad person. Like, she she was really bad. I guess so. I, remind me, what was her relation? Who She was um the oh. congressman's mother. Yeah. Yeah, that's and who she was. She was going to yeah. go after their family, and she was right. doing whatever it took to take them down. Right. She that yeah, that was really good acting from her. I agree. Yeah. She just and I feel like she still acted great in this. It just wasn't directed great. <laughs> and you know, you can't blame the artist all the time. Uh, so, no, no, no. I don't think she was terrible. I just think the Empire movie was just was not directed. Yeah. Empire yeah. was better. I agree. Um, uh, but th- I'm, I mean, I'm not gonna you know rehash the entire plot. But basically, this this guy she meets is extremely young. Um, very fit, also has a bad wig at the flat top, which is interesting. Um, and, you know, her money starts to disappear. Her accounts are being drained all of a sudden. She gets fired from her job, can't figure out why. The boyfriend's trying to help her figure out why. Come to find out the boyfriend was stealing from her the entire time. Well, they get at, married. at this point, they're husband and wife Yes. before that. Right. They get married, so he has, you know, they don't do a prenup, so he has the right to everything that she has, and just uses her name and gets all of her money, just because. Treats her disrespectfully. I mean, until he got an ashtray. I mean, it was, he was real disrespectful. Um, but... <laughs> ashtray. <laughs> Smashing another woman inside Listen, their bed. I was uncomfortable when he said, get that ashtray. <laughs> but, um, I know. I mean, just so disrespectful. That's I got a whole true. other woman in the house. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny someone went back and everyone's critiquing this movie and it, after he says that he wiggles his toes and it's hilarious like it's some stuff that's just out of context it's just hilarious he wiggles um, his toes he, hmm. he's, yeah he just you know just like imagine getting a pedicure and like tickles like that's what his feet did um, for nothing <laughs> and it was just hilarious I love that they left that in there so that happens, and Grace snaps and immediately kills him. I almost call it heat of passion. It wasn't premeditated. She, he said, get the ashtray. The woman he just slept with in their bed left. She got a bat. Killed him. Um, yeah, we're we kind of speeding through this, but there are a lot of mistakes in here. Um, yeah, we're glossing first through is, a lot. But 
Frisch's dealing with the the guy. I think his name is Mashad Brooks, mm. the, the actual actor's name. Right. And you know, of course, giant. the flat top or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the man is scary. Uh, <laughs> scary. Like. Uh, but but he tries to be unassuming. Uh, yeah, but he, he tries to be unassuming whenever he first meets Grace. He's just trying to get in a relationship with her because she first meets him at yeah. a um, some type gallery. of art gallery, and he's throwing off his paintings. Uh, right. and, and point that I didn't think was that important was her best friend is the one who told her to go to this gallery. Yeah, that, that that's very true. Um, and her friend, Sarah, which is Felicia yes. Rashad, her son is the one that's trying to get with Grace. Yeah, so um, Sarah tells him to go to this art gallery. And, you know, but Sarah never tells Grace that this is her son, who she's married. Um, and even whenever she Grace finds out that this guy has been stealing all of her money, Sarah you know, stays on the side of grace, right? In the argument against um, her son. So they're very good actors. They're con artists. They actually go around the country trying to steal from old women and get their fortune. Right. And uh, one character we meet is Cicely Tyson's character, who is actually living in the house with Sarah. And she seems like she's out of her mind in a robe, but she's trying to go home. And it reminds me of in a nursing home where there's old people, you know, they're always like, I want to go home, want to go home, and they can't. Um, And Sarah was kind of treating this narrative that that was her case. But we find out that she's actually just a victim of Sarah and her son. Yeah, and have them locked up in a basement under the house right. with chains right. and everything. Right. <laughs> She's too expensive to have in a movie and do that. But um, no, I, I it just took a weird turn. Um, where it kind of was like, is this is this a thriller now? I don't know. Uh. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what Tyler Perry said he wanted it to be. He he said he wanted it to be a thriller and. It was based off of this book or movie, or something else. Gideon something. I, I forgot exactly what it was. But it was this movie was basically inspired by that and some true life events, I guess, of just growing up. Gotcha. And all that stuff happens, and, and um, they end up going to court, and this public defender botches the entire thing. Um, and really is about to lose the case until uh, what happens? Um, oh, well, we find out that Sarah has all these people in the basement and, you know, she's the one that actually, it makes more sense that they're the killers and, and they don't, they never find a body of the son because he actually survived a uh, lot of, a lot of twists in the end. Um, but it, it was a good movie to watch again, but then you go back and watch it and, and, and get out of the story so you know what's happening. And there's little stuff, like the bad wigs. There's um, this guy who's at the diner at one point who's eating – he's acting, you know, pretending to eat food. Um, but you can clearly see he uses his fork, and nothing's on it, puts it in his mouth, pretends to chew the air, gets his cup, pretends to drink water. It's like, it's like little things like that, details that you don't think matter for the background. But definitely were very noticeable. Yeah, and it's funny how everybody's just going back and critiquing this. Um, I, I, I really never why. noticed all of this stuff. Right. I'm not sure why people are picking this movie to do that. Again, maybe yeah. it's because of Tyler Perry. But people really are just digging, ripping into this movie. 
on the internet um, about all the little mistakes. Oh, yeah. But I, I wanted to go back to whenever they first meet Grace and the son, Mashad Brooks. Mm-hmm. Now, she's very skeptical of why he would want her because she's an older woman and she's saying that he could get any other girl in the world. And he's like, well, yeah, you know, I've been there and done that, but now I want you like, what? Like this dude didn't make been a all lick around. Of sense. <laughs> didn't any sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's, she's pretty for her age, but it just didn't, it didn't add up. He still has a flat top. I don't like, you're not giving me the right signals here. I don't think you're mature. I don't think so. And then, like, on their first date, you know, they stay at the diner for a very long time. They stay out late, and then they're about to leave. And then he starts asking about, like, what happened in her previous relationship and how uh, her husband had money, and now she has money. And he's right. <laughs> he's just it's playing her like, like a video the house. Um, exactly. He's just he's just seeing how easy it will be to steal from this lady. Give her a few compliments, find out what her finances are, um, and you know steal everything. So it was it was an interesting plot twist. I, I didn't expect it to come that hard, um, particularly with Felicia Rashad's character. Like I expect the guy to do what he did, um, but to see Felicia Rashad's character coming in and um, doing all that too. It's very interesting. But one thing that was just took me out of the movie the first time I, well, I watched it one time, but um, like without rewinding or anything, was her husband, the, um, the public defender's husband, because he twice handcuffed someone and then walked away and just said, stay here. And this mattered the most whenever he handcuffed Sarah, whenever he found out that what was happening in that house, he handcuffed her on the cabinet. And just walked away. And she sat there for a minute. She did. She stayed there. And then she just scoots out of the kitchen and leaves. And we found out at the end of the movie she's still at large. And some people have said they can tell that the the ending scene was like next door to the courthouse, even though it's a different place. Because they're all used on Tyler Perry's lot. And he really didn't like edit it that well. Um, so you could tell where it was like in real life. Um, but besides that. The police officer's trash. Negligent. There was a point in the story where um, he knew his wife was at this house and something was happening, um, and he was in the middle of arresting someone else and told him to stay here, had him on his uh, hood of the car, just drove away. Just drove away. I, I, I forgot about that. But yeah, I noticed he was that first. I noticed that first. He, I, don't, I don't understand how he's such a bad cop. Yeah, and there was a little scuffle between him and Felicia Rashad that was just so laughable. And you could tell it was a stunt double. It was hilarious because, I mean, she's like in her 60s or 70s, but, I mean, they were doing a little – even the stunt double, though, they were, he wasn't really fighting that hard. And, of course, when he finishes fighting, he has her handcuffed on the um, the cabinet, and you can clearly see the body switch. Like, it – the. <laughs> Again, those wigs didn't help because you can just tell it was a different person. Uh, <laughs> <it was laughs> Poor editing. Poor editing. I would expect more from Tyler. I would expect more. But you know what? He getting paid the same. And it's Netflix. We already got the money. So <laughs> good job, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and you know, he the, like, this came straight out of his mouth. I looked it up on YouTube. They filmed it in five days. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Not surprised at all. It looked like it. 
it looked like it. And the big name and the the main character Grace is in another one of his series. I believe Greenleaf. She's in that show, I think. Or even yeah, I think so. No, no, and no. It's uh, the haves and the have-nots. Have and the have-nots. That's right. She's in that show. Felicia Rashad. You know, she's you know out here living life and has been in several Tyler Perry films. Um, uh, Cicely Tyson, she's also out here. You know, she's amazing, uh, a treasure. But I think Tyler Perry is the only person who's been like using her in films lately. Um, so I mean, easy calls. Oh, that's right. She was in Hollywood Murder. That's right. But yeah, it it looked like it was filmed in five days. I guarantee all those wigs came from Amazon Prime. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Because he he did a boo he did a Medea's the first one a uh, boo Medea's Halloween. He someone joked about it on Facebook. He filmed I think the first one in like a weekend like a Thursday to Sunday type thing, or a Thursday to Monday. Um, made millions. Boo too. Probably the same thing. Filmed it probably in a week. Um, or a day. Or a day. It's like the equivalent of a YouTube creator. Who has a billion dollars? Because he's filming all this stuff pretty much at his house. I mean, he has his whole studio, so he's not paying for anybody to run it because it's already being run. So he can just do anything he wants. It doesn't have to get approval. And it doesn't have to be edited by anybody else if he wants to. It's pretty easy for him to put out whatever he wants with his name on it, and people are going to soak it up. And he's also doing all the writing, editing, and mm-hmm. directing. He does it all but- himself. You can applaud him for that, but at yes. this point, you really need to get a team together because well, it just seems like it's too much to do. His for you. his formula is working, <sighs> so does he? <laughs> Quality does not matter. Quality does matter. Not for Tyler Perry. <laughs> not for Tyler Perry. Uh, I mean, he he has a certain uh, uh what is it fan base. But he is a no. He, wanna... ha, he is a large fan base. It's outside of what used to be the fan base. I mean, he's a household name. Of course, of course. But still, you, you can't continue to make these types of movies. As long as he makes the money, he will, and he has. Yeah, but you know, it, at a certain point, it runs out. You know, uh, Transformers made a whole bunch of money for a long time, and but then, see, that's now different. look what we happened. Didn't, we didn't, we it's it's not Transformers, it's Michael Bay. See what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you could argue Medea was Transformers, right? He's tired of it, it's done, it's played out till he's done doing Medea. He's just doing other things. So I mean, he he can do his own like the TV shows, um, you know, House of Pain, Meet the Browns, um, Have the Have Nots, um, you know, all these different shows and projects he has, they're contained, and he just moves on to the next thing. So it doesn't really matter. Because he, he just moves on, and he he doesn't need anyone to hire him or greenlight him because he works for himself. Yeah, um, but man, I I would like to see better. Um, of course, I mean he he was pretty plain in the movie. He didn't really do much. He was just oh, no. a little obstacle, yeah. telling the the uh, Breacher Webb that you need to just. Let her plead guilty, get right. 15 years, so we can move on. He was pretty much a cameo in this movie. <laughs> he was kind of like, let's say, like a conscience that shows up on your shoulder. Oh, yeah, telling you very much. what to do and not to do. And then Definitely. at the end of the movie, he shows up in the back saying, good job. 
right. while everybody else doesn't see them. Right, right. <laughs> pretty much. But pretty much uh, let, let's talk about also Grace just marrying this guy without meeting his family. Right. At all. And you know, you know, it was filmed quick because they didn't film the wedding. Like, let's just skip that scene. Um, well, they, I mean, they, they showed them walking outside, uh-huh. which was probably the same building that Felicia Rashad was in at the <laughs> end of the movie. Probably <laughs> <laughs> was. I gotta look back at that. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, interesting. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, also, Rashad um, Brooks. They, I mean, there's a hard turn. Mm-hmm. And you know, he he's talking on the phone to whoever it was, maybe the girl that he finally brought to Grace's house. Right. And he's like, Grace, there's two things I don't like. I don't like being checked up on, <laughs> and <laughs> I don't like being interrupted. Is the the way he delivered that line? There's two things I don't like. I, I was like, wow. It made me feel uncomfortable. Anytime there was contention between those two, it felt like I was in the room. And it was like, wow, he really just said that. I'm uncomfortable. He had talked to like that. Wow. <laughs> I mean, if anything, he, he played his part. If anybody acted in that movie, he did. He... Well, <laughs> <laughs> I thought the, the woman who played Grace, uh, let, let, me, let me get her name. Her name is... Um... Crystal Fox. Now, th- yes, this is her first leading well. role. Her right, first leading role. Right, but she's role. been in a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and I think she's been in the uh, movie business for 40 years, from what yeah, I hear. Yeah, a long from, time. Yeah. Long time. So, this, she she deserved this. Um, I agree. I, agree. I, I hope in the best way possible, because I, I know this is getting a lot of uh, negative attention, but hopefully she can, you know, get some more roles from here. But should get roles from Tyler Perry. <laughs> no, come on. She, come, we, I want to see her in some other stuff. I, I don't want to just see her as a meme, ashtray bitch and I, all that stuff. I, I, yeah, I, I hope for the best. Um, but also, I think she might be content. Once you get with Tyler Perry, you got a job for life. Look at Tamala Mann, David Mann, right? It started out as a joke, Mr. Brown and his daughter. Now they're like the poster children, they're like Minnie and Mickey Mouse for Tyler Perry. That, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we we need to go and try out for Tyler Perry, get in one of his movies or know, TV shows. I think it'd be awesome. Um, I'm sure people hit him up all the time trying to trying to get into stuff. Um, and I feel like he just goes to mediocre um, talent shows and uh, plays in small towns and picks up his actors, which is a good strategy. Um, but cheap labor. Uh, exactly. You think they're getting paid a lot? Um, so <laughs> it's 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 an interesting uh, setup. He has he has cracked the code, um, owning his own studio, um, the only person to own their own studio production company lot. He's the only one to own it all in the history of America, um, in, in the world maybe. Not that maybe. Um, but, yeah, you gotta applaud this man. He's, yeah, he's definitely out he's, here working really hard. He but has done it. I feel like it's too much for him though. If you want it, you want your movie to be tight knit with barely any mistakes. You need a, a team around you. I don't think he wants that. He's like McDonald's. You get a burger. It won't be the best burger you ever had, but you'll get this burger. You gonna come back? 
you gonna buy it again? And that's he's, McDonald's. He's the fast food of the movie business. I think he is. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Because we all can agree fast food is not the best quality food. But it is booming. Business it, is yeah. booming. And it's yeah. bad for America. <laughs> oh yeah, it's definitely bad. Uh, but no, it was it's interesting. I hope he does more projects with Netflix. Um, I think, you know, after <laughs> Tyler Perry's history of being bootlegged, this is probably the best way for him to make money. You know, even though we sharing passwords. Um, but uh, <laughs> you know sure what? He might make his own streaming service as well. Well, he pretty you he make his own. He's pretty much the BET streaming service. Have you looked through that commercials? No, it's Tyler Perry. It's Tyler Perry's movie service, okay? All the products, I mean, they got some stuff BET on their own, but it's pretty much just every Tyler Perry thing you ever heard of is on BET Plus. <laughs> so he doesn't even need a streaming service. He has BET in his pocket. Uh, yeah, but uh, he could probably still make his own thing because he made his he own could. studio. If he wants to, he can. But I mean, like, why? He can if he wants to. Yeah, he definitely can. Um, the other criticisms people have of him that I've seen is Tyler Perry creating this empire um, kind of based on telling, of course, telling stories um, from the black perspective, predominantly his movies um, feature African-Americans. And most of them are stories of the struggles of black women. Now, on one hand, it's it's relatable, right? Um, on the other hand, does it saturate the market with the idea of the sad black woman? Or, you know, his first big film, Diary of a Mad Black Woman, right? Does his content promote that instead of a healthy uh, relationship? And, and there's some balance, like Meet the Browns, I mean, and other shows and stuff he's had. They definitely balance it out. But I, ever, I wonder if that's something that ever crosses his mind. Um, but, you know, art imitates life or life imitates art. Who knows? So, I don't know. Yeah, um, I, I'm pretty sure he's basing a lot of stuff, well, a lot of his movies and TV shows from his life experiences because he was abused as a child by his thought-to-be father, but not his actual father. And right. he's he's looking at it from the woman's perspective, like his mother, and trying to, well, from the latest YouTube video about the fall from grace, I heard that he wanted to make a movie about a strong black woman and going through the struggle or whatever, but it's hard to see in this movie because she, she seemed pretty vulnerable. Um, her husband had already cheated on her, uh, with a woman in, in front of her in her own bed and the same thing happened again. So it's hard to see that. I, I know he wanted to create some twists and turns in this movie, but it didn't all come together. Well, but yes, yeah, she wasn't, she wasn't all there. Um, well-rounded at least, but, you know, it's just one, another criticism he has, but that comes with being, you know, at the top, I guess. Um, but yeah. yeah, but but he he's a great guy. He, oh, he yeah. definitely gives uh, black people jobs, and he he's putting a, a lot of prominent women actors out there. Uh, you know, you got Felicia Rashad, Cicely Tyson, pillars of the black community movie acting, but to subject them to this seems like a a disservice. Gotcha. Yeah. I will say, um, 
you know, he definitely does. I mean, even his studios, I mean, he looks to make a very diverse um, studio and uh, workers and all those kinds of things. So people in front of the camera and behind the camera um, who might not get opportunities elsewhere. Even placing his studio property in Atlanta, Georgia, instead of Los Angeles uh, or Hollywood or New York, right? Um, you know, bringing that money down uh, where he's from. It, it's, it's really impactful. Um, I, I do wonder, and I guess, you know, this person wants to stay out of the news anyway, um, which is a good thing for privacy, but he, ha- he has a daughter. I don't know if you remember that. Um, a few years ago, he had a daughter. So I wonder what that's like. Is what he do you like, mean? Is he, like, present in the life, like, like, raising them actively, or is she just with the mom? Like, I wonder that. I don't know. It's, I mean, it's not on business, but... Um, <laughs> I know he doesn't talk about it much, to my knowledge. No, he doesn't. And I'm, I'm pretty sure he wants to keep his child away from all of the paparazzis and all that stuff. Right. And just judging from how he grew up, I'm pretty sure he wants to be a prominent figure in his daughter's life. So I'm, I'm pretty sure he's, yeah. he's there for her. I mean, I'm sure she has a full house um, somewhere on his property. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> well taken care of, I'd assume. Do you know that in the same YouTube video, I keep going back to this one, but Cicely Tyson said that she watched the movie five times and she said she's never done that with any movie. And I'm guessing they were just trying to sell the movie, but this movie isn't that good. I I don't know what they saw. Nothing to do. (laughs) But she said it's the first time. She has nothing else to do. She's managed to have a career where she's so busy that's not possible, and that's awesome. But um, five times. If anything, I might watch it five times just to look at the ridiculous stuff in the background. Um, but uh, I, maybe she maybe was she watching. Fell yeah, well, <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> but maybe she was watching just to see where she came up. Like, no, I got to watch this again because I know he ain't cut me out that much. <laughs> but she wasn't in it that much. Uh, maybe I mean, five minutes? Plot point, I mean, maybe five minutes total. I mean, I guess we'll add in um, one of the ways that we tied all this together that money was being stolen is um, Grace goes to the bank. Um, and, you know, her mortgage was taken out for a second time. It was notarized. Um, so they looked at the records of where the notary was. And the address, I think like 29-something um, Sycamore Street, she goes to this address, and it's an old beaten-down house with all this mail in the uh, mailbox. And it turns out this is the house that Cicely Tyson's character lives in. Um, she still has mail going there. For some reason, Sarah, Felicia Child's character, uses it. Yeah, it's it doesn't like convenient, I guess. Um, it's convenient, but, and also th- this plays into the dumb cop who's Breacher uh, Webb's husband. Right. At the beginning of the movie, that's the same house that the woman jumped off of. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Nobody investigated Sarah, which is Felicia nope. Rashad's character. Yeah. That. <laughs> Just took her word for it. She was crazy. Yeah. Come on. Come on. That's. See, right. that's why he needs a team to right. fill in these plot holes. Right. And do you remember in the beginning, Cicely Tyson, I think she was, like, jumping in the window when Grace first saw her house. Like, she's like, oh, that's, you know, the tenants. We have a few of them. Um, you know, they don't have anywhere else to go, no family. Um, but... What? 
kind of ridiculous. Um, yeah, you have to go back and watch it. No, I'm, I'm just saying, like, that's a terrible excuse. You, this oh, yeah. is your friend. Yeah. Haven't you been over to her house multiple no. times? Well, they were only friends. Well, only, but two years they were friends. Four years or two years? I don't know. That's a long enough to know that <laughs> there's somebody in the basement. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, yeah, I don't, a lot of this stuff just didn't add up. Did not <laughs> add up at No. Um, no. I think everybody did good in there. They'll their role for a weekend oh, for five days five days oh i can call out of work and go try out right. that one of tyler perry's movies right i mean being a background extra probably no experience required i mean that dude messed it up so bad he was he was mining very well you would have thought he was chewing on something and drinking a nice cold glass of water um but it was nothing but air and it was very obvious because he was in the direct light. Oh yeah, gosh, I dropped my phone. Um, but he was in the direct sight of the camera, um, which was just crazy. Poor yeah, man. but I, I didn't notice him. I was just trying to listen to Grace and um, uh, what was it? I think his name was Shannon in the movie, the bad it guy. It is weird name. <laughs> they might only like said it a couple alias. of times. He could have picked any. He could have picked any name, but Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. Whenever he's uh smashing the, the girl after he's married Grace in the bedroom, she right. gets mad at him and is like, I can't believe you do this to me. He shuts the door in her face. And then the girl who he's smashing says, Oh, you brought your mother to your house? And then he says, Girl, my mama look better than that. <laughs> I mean, it was just slap I, I mean, was that in the script? Was that in the script? Because he was just saying stuff off the wall, um, which made it very funny, very funny, very sad. That Grace. was hilarious. Because um, he heard, she heard all that. I mean, that was just rude. Girl, look better than that. And she and little girl just laughing. Um, and they kept going at it. And they, he said, ain't nothing but a thing. I mean, hop right back in there. So. But I even if that is his mama, why, why would you keep doing that? Uh, yeah, you know, I. I don't know the, the whole code. I don't. Um, but I guess it didn't phase him. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking about the girl. Oh, yeah. I mean, just she came here for for a specific reason and wasn't going to stop, I guess. <laughs> I guess that's how these girls are out here. Um, I, I, that's, I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, but, yeah. And, and, and also, Grace... Her job, they fired her, but they didn't arrest right. her right, right right there because which was she also was embezzling ridiculous. money. Which was also ridiculous. They said, get your stuff and leave. Figure out where the money went. How am I figure out where the money went if I got to leave? I would need my computer and all my resources here at my job to figure out where the money went. And if I'm fired, I don't got to look for nothing because I'm not an employee here no more. So I don't – that was like, what? And That's you gave her 24 hours. That's you, not how this works. She just embezzled money from your company. That's, you going to give her 24 hours to give it back? <laughs> she should go find straight to my, prison. Exactly. Find the money. You're fired. I'm going to find the money if I'm fired. How much control do you have over my life? 24 hours. I work 9 to 5. You do not see what to do after that. She was like <laughs> high up there, like an executive board member at this bank. That's not how this works. 
not the source at all. No. Yeah, what was there anything else you wanted to say about the movie? No, I think we can go ahead and give our uh, our rating. Okay, so I'll go over our ratings. Uh, the lowest is trash, middle is background noise, and the highest is a banger. So how would you rate a fall from grace? This is low background noise. I'm not surprised. I'm not um, gonna say it's trash, um, but I will say it, it feels like a like an, a Tyler Perry rerun on TBS, um, which is, I mean, that's just what we expect, I guess. Um, but it was it was an interesting watch. Definitely a quick turn. So I, I might watch it again. Um, but you're not missing anything if you don't. Um, but it's something to clean the house too. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's literally background noise. But I'm only <laughs> just go uh, just a tick higher. Uh, okay. A mid-level background noise Because okay. I'm just going to judge on my first viewing I didn't think anything of it I thought it was okay It's really not his best He's definitely done better And I'd like to see better uh, But I, I think that's it I, I mean, We did rate it higher than most people would, I think I think we did rate it high um, Because I don't think it's it's. I think it's a, it's a nice to watch i think i mean it's not terrible there's definitely worse movies out there but i think this honestly the story was a saving grace uh pun intended um for the movie even though the acting was so bad or the, the the background the wigs so bad it had a nice story so yeah yeah nice little story with a lot of plot holes um a lot I, of plot holes i i guess the the best parts were with shannon Mashad Brooks, the the guy. Those are definitely the best, um, definitely best parts, definitely best quotable parts. Um, there weren't many, I guess there really weren't many speaking characters in this film either. Um, Probably like the main, six or seven. Yeah, I mean the main lawyer spoke a lot, but honestly, she wasn't even that like. Yeah, she's a cat. I mean, callous with the story, but she's kind of a boring character. Um, yeah, we barely talked husband, about her. Was, there was no life to that character at all. Like there was no personal struggle, really nothing extra. They were really just, what's the motivation? You're a lawyer. What's motivation? You're a cop. Like there was no side story, no B story, you know? So they really, well, she didn't want to settle down. She, she didn't want to settle down. (laughs) Well, I, I, I said she, she wanted to settle down because being a lawyer was harder than what she thought. And this case was just too much for her at first. But then she wanted to prove something to her boss, which is Tyler Perry, and then her husband. Well, yeah, but I may be reaching. That was, but that yeah, but that was the only thing. Like there was no up and down for I mean one-dimensional character. Extremely one-dimensional. Shannon was two-dimensional. Sarah was two-dimensional. Um. That's because they just turned completely. You're right. A whole other direction. I, I mean, Grace was a good actor in this kind of interesting. The way she was jaded, not talking, trying to protect her son because she thought her son did something wrong. Like, I thought that was a good storyline. I would have liked the son to have a speaking line, um, but I guess it wasn't well, important. Well, what does um, he even look like? I can't even remember. He was a dark skin guy. He was at the courthouse crying at one point. Um, He's but not relevant to the story. Not at all. Not at all. Um, I was hoping we'd get some Felicia Rashad um, lip quivering, crying, but we didn't in this one. Um, remember, uh, was it A Family That Prays? 
that she's in? No, she's not in that. Good Deeds. Um, she's yeah. a mother in Good Deeds. They remember that scene with her in the elevator? Uh, it's towards the beginning of the movie, and her sons are fighting. And she starts crying. Tyler Perry is one of the sons. They, they're fighting, fist fighting. And she starts crying in the elevator. And let me tell you, that, that zoom in with the lip quiver and, like, silent two tears drops, that great acting from Alicia Rashad, that was, you know, I wanted to that scene again at some point, but we didn't get that in this one. Um, but that's well, that one thing. She I was didn't need about. to cry. She didn't. Yeah, in this one, she didn't really need to cry. She could fake it, maybe for something on the stand. They had asked her certain questions, um, and she was testifying for Grace. Um, but we, but you're right. We didn't need that that from this one. But I was hoping for that in this one, because there have been some Tyler Perry movies where she did some like really, really great acting, like um, for Color Girls. In that one, I thought she was a great. Um, and in Good Deeds, you know, she's really good. So, yeah, Felicia Shaw's awesome. But um, yeah, yeah. Um, At least watch it for that. See what Claire Hux was up to. <laughs> yeah, and uh, her son also. You'll definitely right. laugh at that. Uh, but we'll, we'll go ahead and end it right here. Uh, thanks for listening and make sure you subscribe to our podcast and YouTube all linked in the description.